On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks are in the playoffs. They will be the four seed, but everyone is holding their breath about Luka Doncic, his calf strain. What does it mean? What's the timetable? What's our instant reaction? We'll talk about all that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavs I don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube, where you can subscribe to the show at Locked On Mavericks. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online. It's where the game starts. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the Twitter doctor, dude, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? It's crazy how one moment can just change like your whole like week. Like we were so, <laughs> I was so prepared to go into this week. You know, we've planned out this whole pod for the whole week. and Planned the whole week. Yep. Just different things we have planned for the pod this week and those things will still happen, but it just changes. There's so much excitement. And I think there is, there's still excitement for the Mavs getting home court in a playoffs, making that jump from last year's seating up yep. and, you know, to this year. 50 wins well, for the first time since 2011, like all that. Heck yes. And at the, I think at the end of this pod, we'll look at some positives of just the Mavs going into the, you know, playoffs and how we can look at a few things. But I mean, the biggest storyline. One of the biggest storylines of the whole NBA right now, not just for the Mavs, is this freaking Luka Doncic injury. Luka Doncic in the third quarter comes up limping on a play. Uh, If you go back and I watch this play over and over again, Kevin Gray and I were looking at it on on my iPad just while the game was still going on. I I don't even know if I watched a single second of that third quarter because I was watching this play back and forth. But Luka goes to the, the nail, basically. And he turns around and does a, a throws a pass back to either Dorian or Josh Green, I think. He throws a pass around, like he turns his back to the basket, turns around, jumps in midair, and then as he's sort of going back to the three point line, so he's like at the at the nail around the free throw line area, he plants back on his left foot, and his his back foot just goes way back behind him, almost like he's you know trying to like get a running start, and he throws his foot back there, and immediately he takes a step forward and like powers forward. And then he just immediately grabs his left calf and he starts kind of limping. And then he just kind of stands at one spot. And at that point, the arena just kind of like lost all the energy. There's a lot of energy in the arena. There's a lot of people there. There's always a ton of Spurs fans that sit in, in you know, those sections on like the one side of the, like the one basket, uh, the opposite side of where like the maniacs and the, um, the, you know, the drum line are. There's always a ton of Spurs fans over there. So there's a ton of energy in the arena. And then Luca plants and he's, he's holding his calf. And he doesn't even go up the court. Like, he doesn't even try. And so the energy's completely taken out of the building. And then Luca, with some help from, from Moses Wright a little bit, and then Casey Smith comes over. They walk off the court. That You know, the, after the timeout is called, they walk off the court. Luca walks off on his own power. He's definitely limping. And I watched him the whole way. He was limping. He was holding his left calf a little bit. And he walked off with his own power, went straight to the locker room, didn't even go back to the bench. And Casey Smith and him went back into the locker room. Um... And then we got the report that there's initial like optimism from the Mavericks that it's not a significant injury. And so you're you we, you know released your breath a little bit. Like you exhaled just a little bit, but it's still concerning. 
Yeah, so Mavs, you know, PR tweets out a little bit after that about it being a left calf strain. Uh, obviously, Woj, you know, tweeted out a short time after that, like Nick said, giving some optimism to it. Um, then Twitter doctors just started coming out of the caves <laughs> with um, just throwing timelines at the wall like it was. I mean, I was seeing Google screenshots. I saw a personal testimony of a guy who said, hey, I did some I had a calf strain in high school and it took me blank amount of time to get over it. I'm like, you you might be a little different than Luka Doncic. <laughs> I could be, you know, going out on a limb. I'm gonna there. guess this guy's not six <laughs> eight, two fifty or whatever Luca is now at this point in the season. It was just it was just wild where just everybody was just collectively, holy crap. Like you've got to be kidding me. It, I initially I kind of joked to myself. Well, dang it, I wish the league office wasn't open yesterday. And <laughs> because as we all know, he got the tech in a last game, got suspended for the Spurs game. We talked to Mavs PR at halftime of that game and kind of get the I'm like, hey, what's the whole <laughs> what's, what's the whole the process, process for you know for for this getting this tech rescinded? And it's kind of, you know, dependent on if the league was going to be in the office and the league and was. Damn it. Somebody had to be working that weekend. <laughs> the the intern was working and it <laughs> gets ours, rescinded. Somebody else's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, no, 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 not talking about you. And the, Luca gets the tech rescinded. He obviously plays in this game and they go into it. The last set of games that was undecided. Golden State, Dallas, Golden State. They tipped at the same time. Golden State versus New Orleans, Dallas you know, at home against San Antonio and everybody was watching the score of the Golden State game, including the Dallas bench. Oh, okay? for sure. Be- so I know Kid denied it after the game. I bet Jared Kid- Dudley had it playing on his phone while he was sitting there on the bench. <laughs> Theo Pinson said they they knew. He said post game that they, they knew what the score was in this game. And I'm just going to be honest. I, we, I have praised this coaching staff of the job they've done this year. I've praised Jason Kidd for the adjustments and a lot of things that he's done this year. I texted Nick early on in the third quarter, and I said, Luca needs to be out of this game. And here's the thing. The the Warriors-Pelicans score, with with 9.01 left in the third quarter of the Warriors-Pelicans game, the score was 81-52, to a 29-point lead for the Warriors. If I'm if I'm down and listen, I don't like I don't like ever being that guy of like, oh, I would have taken them. I would have did that. Whatever. If the Luca injury happened in the first quarter, I'm like, hey, I don't think there's any blame to throw out there because Luca has to play. There's still something to play for. There's still something to play for. And there is a chance New Orleans could beat Golden State. But if it's in the second half and Golden State's up by twenty nine points and I, I get New Orleans made a run after that, but Golden State still won pretty well. I'm I'm taking the guys out. Like I'm just like they're up by 29. I'm taking it out. Jason Kidd obviously disagreed and said, "Hey, he he went into the game saying I'm playing the starters their normal minutes because we're gonna have a layoff of five to six days and I want them to get their normal." I just disagree with that. And I mean, obviously he's the coach. He he's a millionaire. He knows what he's doing. And I'm just a podcaster. But I just I hated that Luca was in the game at that time. I, I or, mean, or any of the starters, not I just Luca. I may even take it a step further. They, this Mavericks team depends so much on Luka. You can't chance anything. You just can't chance anything. And they, I think they really risked it tonight and just you know took it took it to chance playing him, especially in that second half. But even the whole game, I'm usually I usually don't trend on. Hey, they 
why was he even playing in the first place and complain about that? But I kind of wonder, <laughs> like, maybe because they went through the whole charade of like put like submitting like the uh, like the technical to get rescinded and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know, man. I, I, oof. This one's a just the one. move, just to move up, just for the chance to move up one spot. And I, I think I know. they still could have beat the, the those Spurs without Luca, and they depend on Luca so much that I think that man, I, I I wish obviously now hindsight for sure, but I wish they would have, wish they would have said, hey, like let's just sit and let you, <laughs> you know, you'll still make the money from the game, so you, we'll get the we'll get the tech rescinded <laughs> so you can play. But I I don't know that 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 was my initial reaction. Now now we're looking at timelines, right? There's all kinds of different people talking about timelines and. Um, you know, I know that that uh, Tim McMahon was tweeting a lot about different different things that different players that have had um, different timelines. But in street clothes had the best one, I think. He's a guy that tracks injuries. That's like basically what he does. That's what he Stops, him and yeah. him and our friend Dr. Brian. I've, I've reached out to Dr. Brian, and we'll hope to have him on this week. But him and Dr. Brian even have like a um, you know a podcast that they do together. Like they're the, probably the two most the two best voices when it comes to injuries. Uh, he had a really good tweet about the timeline and everything like that. So let's talk about that. We'll talk about the timeline and then the ramifications for this injury. Like, what could it mean? What could a timeline mean if it's a longer timeline, if it's a shorter timeline? Um, when do the maps play in the in the playoffs? Does that matter? All that kind of stuff. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're delicious. I had one on the way home. Coconut brownie chunk. It was great calm my nerves down a little bit sometimes you know you just need a little chocolate like in harry potter when they have the dementors like how do you how do you help yourself after the dementors come you just eat a little chocolate sometimes you just need that built bar has that for you their bars covered in 100 chocolate you can get them right now available double chocolate 130 calories 17 grams of protein four grams of sugar the mint brownie which is always a solid one same thing Go check them out at built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your entire order. 100% chocolate, 100% delicious. Some of them have puffs with the marshmallow in the middle. Check them all out. It's built.com. Promo code LOCKED15, LOCKED15. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Now podcast. This week, it is the playoff and play-in preview pod. This should be a really, really good one. Everyone should go listen to it. It's everybody's, uh, all the local experts' reaction and their predictions for the playoffs for their team. Great stuff. Go check it out. Free and available wherever you get your podcast. That's Locked On Now. All right, Isaac. In Street Clothes had a really great tweet about calf injuries and what it has meant for certain for certain players this year. And he said, regarding Luca, there's a lot of variability in calf strains. The calf is actually a muscle complex made up of, a, of multiple muscles. Severity and location will factor into resulting recovery. Average time lost for calf strains in the NBA this season. Now, he takes every single injury in the NBA. He tracks all of them figures out when it is he probably hates the grizzlies and the nets because those teams are terrible with injuries and timelines and things like that but he tracks all of them and says that the average time lost for a calf strain in the nba this season was 16 days now you got to think that some of those are like the really severe tears and things like that we already know it's not that right we already know that it's not that so you think about some of the longer timelines are going to really affect this the median was 17 days lost the minimum this season for a calf strain was three days, is what he tracked. Quote, the Mavs medical team dealt with a calf strain earlier in the season. Frank Nilakina, he missed four games. That's 12 days in late November with a right calf strain. So the Mavs have dealt with this a little bit before. It's Luka. We know how he is about injuries. Sometimes it feels like he gets injured every game and comes back. He's He's got the Wolverine edimentium blood, it seems like, at times. 
But um, minimum of three days seems to me like that at least gave me a little bit of encouragement going into this. That even if you call it a calf strain, there's a chance that he is good by the end of this week. The, the six days, five or six days the Mavs have off before they actually play the first game of the playoffs. So this is probably common sense, but don't when when you start to compare and this is talking about talking to the listeners here, when you start to compare other players who've had this injury don't go by the games play or games miss part because there's obviously a big chunk of you know days here until they play the next game so if somebody looks at him like oh frank missed four games luca four games well it's not really it's not the same thing go by the amount of actual like time you know time periods yeah physical days part of this because you know something that kid just casually threw out there you know we've been doing the math just putting the pieces together when <laughs> Dallas game one is going to be, because obviously the in the play in championship, whatever you want to call that is on, is on Friday. So just natural, just figuring it out here. They're not going to probably put those guys playing against the one or two seeds on Saturday, because they're at least going to give them a day off in between for yep. them to travel Passing. to that next city. So therefore pushing those games to Sunday. So now you have your, you know, the four the other, fives and the three yeah. sixes have to play on Saturday. It just has to be. Ex- exactly. Then on top of that, we we also knew the stars are going to play Saturday night in Dallas at seven o'clock. So it's like, all right, this is going to be an afternoon game for, for Dallas. And then bam, kid just threw out there 12 noon on Saturday and they've known this and it was just like the, literally the worst the worst possible time for Dallas you know to to draw to draw that now let's just like cross our fingers that there's some grace shown it's like hey game two can be Tuesday night instead of Monday that one would be nice that would be nice yeah. for sure which which it can't happen we've ha- we've seen that even though normally when it's the two games that are in one spot they don't put they don't give more than one day off so it's probably going to be that Monday but but yeah, so the Mavericks will have these five days. They're going to have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all off. And then they'll play that early game on and, Saturday. And no traveling. You pointed that out on Twitter that, hey, this is yep. there's no traveling this. This game was at home. They're going to host the game on that Saturday at home. So he doesn't have to go anywhere. So that's definitely a plus. And I think, you know, you, you brush <laughs> past. Unless he does a Kobe, it goes to Germany. Like if we, if we see. Like, we have a private plane. Cuban's private see, plane going. If we see Luca going to Germany for what? A, a platelet rich. What, what were the things that Kobe would get? And who I don't would, even know. A platelet rich blood injection or something like that. And we'd be like, oh, like, oh, OK. Now, you, you kind of glossed over and say, hey, we know it's not a tear. I would I would say we don't know a hundred percent. It's not that just by Woj saying that there's an initial you know, initial optimism going by. I thought an underrated quote Do you from not post trust the text from Casey Smith that he probably sent Woj <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as this happened. You don't trust that he would have told him, "Hey, it's a terror." <laughs> but but like there was you know Jalen Brunson talked about his interaction with Luca post game. Yeah, and I thought that was at least a little encouraging. Not that players tell the truth all the time to their teammates. But Brunson said he did talk with Luca post game. They did dab up talk. Luca said, "Hey, I'm good." Brunson's like, "I expect him to play." Now that's just, I, I think a part of that of being a friend and a teammate is like, "Hey, I expect my guy to be out there." But if you want to take a ne- next step further, d- do we do we think that Luca would have told him, "I'm good," and like he's so positive if it was like a full tear and like this isn't recoverable in the foreseeable future. I don't think that happens. So I, I I think it's more of the route you were saying of like, Hey, let's, let's see what it's 
you know, at, besides that. And part of Brunson's response was he's a warrior. Like he's played through stuff before. Like Luca is not a guy that'll, you know, that'll, he's not Anthony Davis, right? Like, can we go there? Oh. Like he's not Anthony Davis where he gets dinged up and falls to the ground and then he's out for four games, right? Like <laughs> Luca has played through some stuff already. He, uh, you know, he watched Dirk play through stuff. And so I, I think he took from that. And, uh, I think that he is a guy that wants to play. He's always out there. He wants to play. He'll, you know, smack his leg a couple times and get up and keep playing. Was it bad? Was it bad? That it was a little like the boy who cried wolf a little bit that he grabbed his leg and he went to started going like, all right, just shake it off. You've done it a million I, times. That- I did the same thing. And I know you listening. You probably did the same thing. Oh, he's fine. He's holding it. Yeah. What was different like, about good, this? Bro? What was different about this, though, is he stood in one spot. He didn't move, right? Like, he tried to take another step forward and said, ooh, this is, this feels different than something before. And so that's that's where the concern comes from. If he had kept, like, if he had run down the end of the court and then just went to the bench and was like, hey, I'm not feeling right, and then he and Casey Smith went to the locker room, I think you and I would be a little bit more encouraged. But, be, the re, but because he stopped and literally, like, didn't move his two feet, like, he put his two feet together and he just stood there and was feeling his, his calf, didn't even like look up to see where the ball was or anything like that. The only thing on his mind was, "Hey, this doesn't feel right, and I'm 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 not right to keep playing in this game." Yeah, and he went just. I mean, they they fouled just. I mean, they he went right out of the game, yeah. right to the locker room. Needed help getting there, so it's not fun. <laughs> it's no. not fun at all. And so they they get Utah. Obviously, Golden State won the game, and it. Now we get this Utah series and. I mean, do we have anything to say about the Spurs game? <laughs> Theo, Theo Pinson, Pinson, our guy, Theo Pinson. More, More than, than a, hype, a man. hype man. More than a Too hype bad. man. I mean, if Too bad. Too bad the last time we'll see him. If we're gonna, No, we will not. He will be an integral part of that playoff bench and screaming <laughs> would, at Rudy yes. Gobert, what did Jerry court. West do to you? What did Jerry West do to you? What did we Jerry gotta, West do to you? But you ha- you have to clip that. We gotta we gotta play that for. Oh, so rum- rumors got, out there oh, that David Locke could be joining the pod for a crossover <laughs> this week. And forecast can we just says, forecast says likely? <laughs> can can we just say? Can we just like not preparing for it and just play that <laughs> clip of Theo Pinson roasting Rudy uh, on that shot because. <laughs> That's definitely, but That's amazing. Hey, if, if people, if you, if you want to play that clip, we will 100% play that clip. I'm about to quit this pod right now. <laughs> I've been mad at you. <laughs> You're going to keep that on the pod. <laughs> there's no recovering now. No, there's not. There's not. Guys, <laughs> we never get into it, but I mom was and, legit mom and dad never, never, never fight. But today, maybe. now, now we're going to talk it, talk it through on the pod. I was legit mad at Nick while ago. He said something before the pod that really bothered me. <laughs> People are going to think we're like actually joking right now and we're not. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <sighs> Wait, is that genuine? I was, really? I was nervous about Luca and it made me lash out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you guys don't know, Theo Pinson as two way guy I'm like is crying not right now. I'm <laughs> so hard. Theo two way guys are not eligible to play in the playoffs. Just worry and, about Luca. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a bummer, but I was super Do happy they for still him. Bring him if he's oh, not yeah. eligible. Oh yeah, he's definitely going to be there. He's got a trash talk. I think Callie even asked him about trash talking after the game, but he had a good game. 
And I fully expect him not to like jump ahead to the next season here, but okay, here we go. I, I think he's earned a, like a legit roster spot for next year. Like honestly, at the those end four of the threes made me think like, oh dang, he, he's probably gonna play in the, on this team next year. Love that guy. Love it. Like he's definitely taking the Trey Burke spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, for sure. So, all right, that's the one positive thing we'll say about this game. Coming up, let's yep. do some more positives, though. Let's let's trend in yeah. a positive direction. We've been Debbie Downer so far. Let's get into the positive and talk about what it means for this team going forward. You know, if Luca does, if he is ready for Game One, you know, let's talk about that situation, the ramifications of all that. We'll talk about um, the good things that have happened to the Mavericks, and and let's take a positive look at this and a positive spin on this coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. Oof. That game one, that game one uh, line is going to be really, really interesting. I, I doubt Ooh. they have it up right now. Um, they don't have any. They, they only have the play-in lines up right now. Nets, Cavs. How much? How many points do you think that the Nets are favored over the Cavs right now in this play-in game? Um, nine. Eight points. Good call. Uh, Clippers, Timberwolves. Who do you think is favored in that game? Timberwolves are the home team. Timberwolves have been the better team, but Clippers have Paul George back, and they've been playing really well. I'm going to say Clippers by three. Oh, it's Timberwolves by two and a half. Whoa. They're giving credit to the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves have played really well this season, but the the, the Clippers, you're like, I don't know. I feel like that team can definitely win that game. Uh, there you go. They also have the Eastern Conference playing games as well. Go check that out. They have everything on on Bet Online. They also have some NBA draft stuff as well. If you are want to check out some NBA draft stuff, our Locked On NBA Big Board podcast is launching today. Five days. Rafael Barlow is going to be holding down the fort. The guy that was anointed. Oh, he's great. I love him. Anointed by Chad Ford as the next guy. He's awesome. And, uh, yeah, so if you want some draft stuff, they have Jabari Smith as a, the minus 110 favorite to be the first overall pick. Chet Holmgren, number two. Paolo is number three there. So go check it out. Everything on Bet Online. It's Bet Online where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's go positive. The sun is shining. The air is clear. The birds are chirping. Let's say that we put all this behind us, and let's say we're we're, we're taking Brunson's approach to this. He's going to play. Luka's going to play. Like, he is such a competitor. He'll be there. He'll play. Dirk played through stuff during the 2011 run. Uh, by the way, I said that they, this is their first 50-win season since 2011. I meant their, their most wins since 2011. That's what I meant mm. earlier. But... Luca's playing through stuff. How are we? What are some positives about this team? How can we look on the bright side of this injury? Well, I mean, the natural positives we kind of already mentioned that if there's ever a time for Luca to kind of get hurt around this time, it's the time where you have a week off. Yeah, five. So, days. you know, yeah, I guess you could do the cult counter of like, oh, I wish it happened two weeks ago. Who cares about standings and all of that? Um, I was really wanting Utah, so now I guess I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Um, <laughs> now that they're facing Utah, I've been clamoring for Utah for gosh, I don't know, it feels like two months now. But let's just let's approach the positives from let's say Luca, like if Luca has to set out a couple of games, you know what what makes me feel a little bit better? A couple of games that did not make me feel positive. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, like, if if it goes into if it goes into like a week and a half or something like that, he could like what if he does miss a couple of games? You know what yeah. makes me feel better? The fact that we have Dinwiddie over Porzingis, because 100 percent. If we had Porzingis, man, that's a lot of Jalen Brunson having to create everything and or Trey Burke. And it's like now at least we have a guy that is out there in Dinwiddie that can create that can step into that 
hey, we're going to insert you into that Luka Doncic role at least and say keep our same system going. We've been talking about ever since that trade of, hey, when Luka's off the floor, rolling these guys out there, Brunson and Dinwiddie, you know, with, you know, Dorian out there and Bullock. And so I, I'm, that's at least I'm looking for some positive. I feel a little bit better about it with Dinwiddie instead of KP. Dinwiddie this year has had a 23-point game against the Jazz when the Mavericks won uh, by eight. He also had a 20-point 20 20-point game against the Jazz with Dallas when they lost uh, that one game by five, that really close game. Uh, and he had a 12-point game in the other win that the Mavericks had, so they didn't really need him as much. So we've seen him put up some numbers against this Utah team. I'm with you. I'm with you 100% that it's so much better that they have two ball handlers now, even more so. Even if Luka's, even if Luka plays, he's going to be limited a little bit, right? He's not going to be 100% going into yeah. this game. So it's good that they have they have Dinwiddie and Brunson. Like, let's say Luka can't play 40 minutes. Okay, well, that means you have eight more minutes. You have to try and find some ball handling, some scoring, and that's Dinwiddie all the way. That's Dinwiddie making things happen, figuring stuff out. And uh, yeah, that's a huge positive going into this. And, and you mentioned this, we were talking before the pod, you mentioned this about the Clippers last year with Utah. And it's like, what what gave Utah problems in, in the in the playoffs against the Clippers? The Clippers went small. They were yep. rolling all these wings out there, these guys who can dribble. And they didn't have they didn't have Kawhi, right? Or they had They didn't have Kawhi for, for like, like the last two games, right? It was the last two games or last three. I'll go look it up. But. Yeah, so if there's you know, going back to the if it's KP out there and it's like, all right, well, there's not really like a different system mismatch that last you're like trying to last two games of that series. So at least they're still running small ball, right? Like it's at least they're still going to try to take advantage of the hey, Rudy matchup and try to just like let's small ball it out, spread everything out and just try to run our system to. Yeah, we've been monitoring that small ball for almost the whole season, right? Or at least since they traded KP, we've been monitoring this small ball that they can run where they take Dwight out and or even or even put in Maxi because Maxi can't he can hit a three. He can. It's it's yes, possible. He can. It's possible yes, we've can. seen him hit threes. Uh but even when they put him out there, that's a smaller lineup because you're you know you can spread the floor all out and they can do that in a in a bunch of different ways. They could even do a Dinwiddie Brunson Jalen Green Dorian <laughs> Bullock lineup, right? Or even with, with Luca instead of um, you know, Josh Green in there. And so then all of a sudden that's an even smaller lineup that can do a lot of different things. And you can take advantage of some of the, of Utah's weaknesses that, that we've, that has been shown and proven to be a thing that they can do. And they didn't change. Utah didn't change anything to fix that, right? Like they didn't change yeah. anything to fix that. The reason why that Clippers team came back on the jazz again this year in that fourth quarter collapse was that they went small. We've seen that happen against that team. And so the Mavericks, the Maverick, one of the positives is the Mavericks have now a ability to play against that team that has been proven and shown to be a big weakness against that Jazz team. Exactly, and and that's the we don't know a timeline for Luca. We nope. don't. Jason Kidd opened his post game pressers like <clears throat> I don't know. We'll we'll figure out something tomorrow. We'll find <laughs> the classic Jason Kidd opening of a of a post game presser. <laughs> have haven't got to you know hear it yet. So. By the time you're listening to this, we he might have hear. it written down, though. He didn't have the piece of paper with it, with it written down. So <laughs> those are my favorites. <laughs> um, so by the time you listen to this, you might know an actual timeline for Luca's injury, whether he's out for game one or not. I, I think if he does set out game one and he's not playing in game one, give me the uh, under on whatever the total points is for that game on bet online, <laughs> because I, I, I mean, that's the route. 
Dallas is going to have to take to win, right? They're going to have to. And what the irony of it is, we've talked about this defense for so much this season that it could be the defense that wins them a game or two or keeps them in this series until Luka comes out. If he he has to set out a few games to where if they're going to win one of these games, hopefully I'm wrong, but I think it's going to be one of these games to where it's like, 91 to you know 85 or it's going to be an 88 to 82 game and it's like Dinwiddie leads the way with 26 points and it's a defensive matchup and they just clamp down and said hey we're going to defend our home court until we get Luka back type of thing so that's if hopefully it's what Jalen Brunson says and Luka's suiting up for game one it's fine but that I think that's the route for them to win if if Luka has to set out yeah Absolutely. That that's that's where the Mavericks are right now. That's where the, that's where they're going to be. Um any other positives looking in looking into this? I mean, I'm ready if y'all are ready to embrace this. I know we're kind of like down right now because of Luka's injury. The the win totally got taken out of it. We should have been so it, it happy did. like, "All right, let's go bring on the Mormons." We should have been doing we should have been doing that with SJ. <laughs> I Is anybody else on board to do playoff goatees with me? Because <laughs> I, I just for Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie playoff goatees. I, I got a sharpie right here. I'll just we, we we've seen like playoff beards in baseball, and I just and the Mavs I want to. Yeah, Dirk back. Oh, that's one of my favorite Dirk looks back in the days. The, <laughs> the beard and everything. I just want to know. Maybe we can get this going. That could can this be a thing? Started with lockdown Mavs play playoff goatees starting starting on. Saturday for game one, it's just it's just goatees. Now that we're in on honor, video, I cannot do this. In, in honor, <laughs> in honor is of, like, hey, do you want to come on with my scraggly looking terrible so, goatee? In honor of Dinwiddie, if you can have a goatee, let's start playoff goatees on Saturday. Also, what if I just went on with like have you ever in community, Abed gets them all felt goatee goatees for the darkest timeline? Jim Jim from community. Yeah. What if I came out with a felt goatee? Just like a black felt goatee, and I didn't say anything. <laughs> I'm just, about to send you a goatee on Amazon. <laughs> I'll do one. If Dinwiddie has a... All right, here we go. If Dinwiddie has a 30-point game in the playoffs at any point, I will wear a felt goatee on the podcast the next day. Oh, for the whole pod. For the whole pod, unironically, yes. and just not even yep. mention it. Yep. Hold me to it, Twitter. Put it in the bag. There you go. I just want to throw this out here, too. Next weekend's also a time for resurrection and what a time hold on do i have to get the do i have to get the guitar <laughs> no 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 <laughs> we honest we might need an altar call we might need some prayer right <laughs> now to come to Jesus uh, for, for luca's uh healing but uh you know <laughs> if luca wants to resurrect next uh next saturday for that playoff game down for it i'm that'd here be, to celebrate that'd be amazing until I, then I'm, you heard it here first if he plays game one you're fully getting a luca has risen tweet luca uh, is risen <laughs> if we want to go that route until then we have this entire week planned out we'll have a crossover with david Locke at some point we're do, we're going back to a live mailbag we will do we'll definitely do one of them this week we may do multiple so check us out on youtube we'll be doing league predictions we'll also have a full preview of the jazz series isaac and i will probably go back and watch a bunch of those games this year we're also hoping to have a, a, a good guest on later in the week we'll have podcasts every single day until and until and through the playoffs we're going every single day we, we don't mess around with the playoffs and all that so you will have a, po- a podcast literally every single day until 
the Mavs are out of the playoffs. So stick with us. Subscribe wherever we get your podcast. Follow on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Like all our videos. Help us get there. Uh, man, we're excited for this. And thank you guys for joining us this entire season. We're keep pushing. Keep pushing. We're almost to 13,000 subs. Ooh, that's tough. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first <laughs> listen every day. Now make your second listen. Lockdown NBA. I'm going on there with Jackson Gatlin, local experts, with uh, covering the biggest stories around the NBA Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. Free and available wherever you get your podcast. Locked on NBA. I'll be there on Thursday as well. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom.